What is up? Coming to you live from the jungle somewhere in Orange County, California. It's time for Dre's Geek Philosophy Podcast, the Monday edition, the day after Valentine's Day edition. I hope those of you who had Valentine's enjoyed yourselves yesterday, or make sure you let the person know you love know that you love them. I totally stumbled all over that. I made sure I let my wife and my son know that I love them. What is up? It's episode. I don't know what number it is. The number that's on the screen is the correct number. I but my brain can't retain that information anymore. I, I, I look it up and I make sure it was correct. You know what? One quick click over here, I can tell you. Episode 213. 213 is a click. Episode East LA. That's. Or. Well, not East LA. LA. LA, period. Mm-hmm. My brain is not here. I have been getting the worst sleep of my life, and it's not because of the baby, it's because of me. What's going on, everybody? It was a very um, eventful weekend if you were a nerd for the last three days. Because not only was there a brand new uh, game, Super Mario 3D World Plus Bowser Fury came out this past Friday. Which looks really cool. I am entertaining the thought of getting it, even though I don't know when I'll find time to actually play it. Ha 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 ha. But I did set up... I have things set up at my desk to stream video games. I, I, I have conducted a couple of tests already. I tested out my PS3. It doesn't spit out discs normally. So, not going to be using the PS3, at least not long term. I tested out a Sega Genesis Mini today. Worked pretty good. So, we might have some gaming videos, provided I have spare time during my lunch, if I'm not sleeping during my lunch. So. Fingers crossed, this week, hopefully, Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday, at some point, there will be a game stream of some sort, sometime in the 3 o'clock hour, <laughs> live, hopefully. So we had that. We had Super Mario 3D come out. We had Episode 6 of WandaVision drop on us on Friday. We'll get to that. A lot of stuff to unpack and repack apparently we also had the trailer for the Zack Snyder Justice League come out Uh, I have made no secret of my disdain for the the Snyder verse it's a it hasn't been good and the, 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 the zealots who enjoy Mr. Snyder I'm sure they'll be happy that trailer came out yeah, it, it, it's it, it's crazy. And then, also apparently, we we, uh, we got further confirmation that former, I guess, feminist icon Joss Whedon is not much of a feminist. We got further confirmation that he's a bad human being. So we'll get to all that. So let let's just let's just jump right into WandaVision episode six. So after episode five, you know, I dedicated all of last week's episode to just talking about multiverse theory <laughs> because we, we that, that's what we got out of episode 5 we, we had the appearance of the other Quicksilver so it, it, I, Rosa and I were eagerly anticipating episode 6 like what, where are we going what is happening and uh, it, it was a really uh, 
right off the bat was kind of awesome because we hit we hit the '90s episode where they they had a the Malcolm in the Middle intro, which and Rosa found out who sang it. It was it was the the lead singer of Bikini Kill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the lead singer of Bikini Kill was the one who sang. Kathleen Henna. Kathleen Henna. I, I didn't know her name, but now I do. <laughs> Yeah, like, I kind of noticed, because I, I noticed her voice, and I was like, is that who I think it is? Because I haven't heard anything from her for a long right. time. Right, mm-hmm. So I thought, you know what, it could possibly be, but then that's when I was like, let's look into this. Yeah, and I, I, mean, I tried searching it that night, but then nothing had, you know, Yeah. No, nobody knew, and those first 24 hours, no one had no. done it, but I guess I guess she had posted on social media that, oh, yeah, do it. That the lead singer beginning kill did confirm that she sang the the intro written by the by the Lopez's, the people who brought us all the songs from Frozen. Yeah. All the songs that your children love to sing all the time. They're the ones who've been writing all these uh uh T V show intro songs for all the various episodes of WandaVision. So yeah, it, it was a very Malcolm in the Middle themed episode, which I, I, I enjoyed Malcolm in the Middle when I was a younger person in the nineties. My, my wife didn't really have much of a point of reference other than, oh, the guy from Breaking Bad was on that show. More <laughs> mm-hmm. like me, like when I first saw myself the Breaking Bad, hey, it's the dad from Malcolm in the Middle? What's he doing in here? He was, he was a funny, weird dad in that show, and he turned into Walter White. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> End of story. <laughs> but yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was a, zany, a zany episode, which, I know, going in, Rosa was turning, I hope we get more answers and questions. And unfortunately, I think we got more questions than answers. <laughs> yes, uh, uh, Piet- Pietro's behavior was very um, odd, to say the least. It, 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 all, all this episode did was just fuel further other conspiracy nerd theories as to what the hell is going on. Because we went from like, oh, this could be opening up the multiverse to who's in charge of all this? What is happening? We don't know. It's uh, it's crazy pants. What's going on with all this? I because I, you have your your random theories like, oh, what if it's not Pietro from the X Men Fox universe? What if it's someone pretending to be? Because of the way he uh, he was speaking with a lot of knowledge that they shouldn't have, like like knowing that oh no, Vision's already dead. Oh, these kids are hell or demon spawn. Hey, hey, I'm just here to cause chaos. Isn't that isn't that what you brought me here for? Like uh, like everything he said had a purpose. My my wife made a great point during dinner. It's like everything is well written. Everything is written with purpose throughout this show. I think that's why people didn't people didn't realize that in those early couple episodes where it was just like, oh, it's just Bewitched, or I Dream of Genie, or, or, or whatever. Where, like, no, everything has been done for a reason. I, I, I feel like the, the repeat viewing, I, I haven't... I, I think I'm going to wait till all nine episodes are out before I do a, a deep dive where I go back and rewatch it all. I don't think I'll get to watch it all in succession, but I'm going to try to go back and rewatch it all to see... Um, where the wheels were turning, where the wheels within wheels, so to speak. It's uh, it, it, it's, it's it's pretty crazy. I, uh, everything that was going on. Uh, then uh, I think me as a big comic book nerd, 
I, I really love the fact that everyone's Halloween costumes were pretty much their characters' costumes from the comic book, which uh, <laughs> I'm sure a few more than a few people were bringing up how like, oh, this is further evidence as to why they've never used uh, actual comic book costumes <laughs> in any of these movies or TV shows because when, when you when you sit down and look at it, yeah, Vision does look like a weird Mexican luchador. <laughs> Uh, Scarlet Witch looks like a, a fortune teller more than a witch. <laughs> uh, and then I love that the the, the kids they uh, they look like Wiccan and Speed the the characters that they would go on to grow up into in the comic books. Uh, even even a uh, Quicksilver he 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 rocked the the Quicksilver hair the weird wavy wavy weird hair that the comic book version has uh, that, that that was a really uh, adorable cute easter egg for 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 the big comic book nerds like myself but uh, beyond that it's just uh, I still don't know I, I, I really wanted to do another post like I did I don't know what's happening what is going on it, it still further goes into is the guy in charge of sword really evil or as my wife has been suggesting, maybe he's not who he says he is. He, maybe he's Mephisto. Is Pietro Mephisto? Is someone else? Is is Agnes Agatha Harkness? Is one of these people Nightmare? Who knows? And, as I've stated before, um, I like the fact that I don't know what's happening. Like, I know the broad beats of this tragic tale of, of Scarlet Witch and the Vision, but as uh, the MCU has proven, they'll, they'll take story beats, but they're not necessarily going to follow through on them, they're, or they're not going to do them exactly as they happen in the comic books. Uh, like, uh, Thanos in the comic book, he, he wanted to kill half the universe for love, he was trying to win the love of the living embodiment of death. <laughs> But in the movies, he's just trying to bring balance to the universe because that's what he thinks is, is his great purpose. <laughs> they, they, they take ideas and they twist them and make them, uh, I dare say, make them make more sense for a general audience where you, you don't, you're not burdened by 70 years of comic book history. Although unfortunately, unfortunately now, I think people are burdened by 10 years of movie history <laughs> where I have to show random clips of movies to my wife to explain, oh yeah, here's, uh, here's Wanda's brother. <laughs> he died in this other movie. He died in Hawkeye's movie. <laughs> As I always love to joke that Age of Ultron was a Hawkeye movie, even though he's getting his own uh, Disney Plus show. But that, that, that's the closest we're getting to a Hawkeye movie, was Age of Ultron. Yeah, just, there's so many theories, I, I yeah. It, uh, I guess if, if I were to spout out my my, uh, my wife's theory is that the, the the director of Sword is the real bad guy, or is the one doing a lot of bad stuff, is the person trying to move the chess pieces around, and I, I especially after the events of the last episode, I'm starting to think that uh, Quicksilver Pietro is not who he says he is. He's something else, or he's being controlled by something else. Either he is Mephisto, or he's being controlled by Mephisto, or by Nightmare, or some other unknown deity in, in, in regards to Scarlet Witch, or to, to Doctor Strange. 
Hold on, give me a second here. Can I see it? Oh, okay, yeah, Quicksilver with them Wolverine locks. Yes. Oh, Andy, you theorize. X-Men? Uh, he, he, his theory is that uh, the, 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 the guy in charge of S.W.O.R.D. is Hydra. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, now I'm seeing comments. All right, test. Okay, that's I, I put out the test comment to see. So what about that island commercial? Where, oh. like, what we'll you were talking about. Plus, it's kind of... So, like, each, each of the commercials have had some sort of purpose. Like, one crazy website was saying that, like, oh, e each of them was representing the Infinity Stones, but I think e uh, uh, another better theory that I've seen is that each of the commercials represents a trauma mm -hmm. that uh, that Wanda has gone through. Mm. Especially because the one that didn't make sense to me was uh, the one from the week before, uh, Lagos, or whatever. Remember, it was, like, the weird, like, paper towel? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Lagos. That that's a. Uh, it's from the the Captain America uh, Civil War movie. <laughs> uh -huh. Was like oh that was the city where Scarlet Witch like she, she was she's tried to stop an explosion but it, it went out of control. Right. And that's a word. She was the one like oh look she's out of control. We need to control these heroes. Uh -huh. Like we can't we we can't let them like cause she was, she was partially one of the people that was oh she doesn't have control of her powers. This is why. Uh, people with powers, yeah, yeah. Lagos is where one of blew people up. Right. And then this past week, the or so the the island commercial you're talking about, mm -hmm. like that's also that was a, a Faustian bargain. Mm -hmm. That's like where like oh you make a bargain with someone who is evil, and like oh you get screwed by the bargain. Like, oh I'm starving. Oh here, here's a pudding pack. All right, I won't starve. And tries to open the pudding pack and well, can't we're, open it. We were talking about that earlier, where it's like, did she make a did, did she, she make a, a deal with like Agnes? Agnes, Mephisto. Agnes is a witch. If Agnes is a witch, I don't know. They, they tried she to. She portrayed a witch. She portrayed a witch. Everyone was in their costumes mm -hmm. portraying who they really were. That's right. a, that's another another theory that Agnes might be. You know, she was dressed as a witch, but. So what when, if they were? What if they made a deal? What if she you know made a deal, but then her whew, mind got wiped, or she's being controlled? She doesn't know that she made some sort of bad deal. Yeah. For all this, because right. like like they pointed out last week, how can she control so many people? How is she controlling all this stuff? But then we saw in this last episode, if people are not within the line of Wanda, they're just frozen. Mm -hmm. <laughs> if or, they're not being needed, right? <laughs> if if Wanda doesn't see them, if yeah, that's right. If they're not within the sight of uh, the, the vision of Wanda, then no, no vision could walk around. No, 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 not and, vision. Uh, no, if within the line of sight of Wanda, you mean, yeah. yeah. Then, then there's kind of like no purpose to them. But then, yeah, they're just frozen. They're just stuck. If people are like, oh, tell her to stop. Are they talking about Wanda? Yeah, maybe. I will. Yeah, they haven't said anything. Uh, of that, this feels this fuels your theory that that could be Agnes, because there's a there's a magic user called Agatha Harkness in the in the Marvel universe that people theorize that that could be Catherine mm -hmm. Hahn's character. Mm -hmm. But there's so many different directions this could go. We, yeah. Yeah. It's like we're we're not gonna know till till uh, three Fridays from now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, hex magic, yeah. Well, you no, know, because her hex powers, oh, chaos. She she controls chaos. Remember, everything's, everything's a hexagon. Hex. Yeah. Hexagon. Yeah, everything's hexagon. So yeah. 
that might have to do with something. We, we don't know. It's hex because uh, it, it's always been referred to her hex magic. Yeah, that's what Andy right here is saying. Yeah, her hex magic. Yeah, her hex or she controls chaos. Mm -hmm. Or it turns out, oh, she can control all of reality. Possibly. Yeah. Because she like like we spoke last week in the con in the comic books, she can rewrite reality if she darn well feels like it. So, so I don't know if they're gonna have her be that powerful in the in the movies, but like. One of the questions I was kind of have still had in my, the back of my head was like, remember how the dog died, yeah. but only Agnes had it? Right, no, I, you think Agnes like killed the dog to see if she would bring it back? Or if she could bring it back? Yeah. Well, I don't know, well, well, she didn't make her statement until after, you could do that? Yeah. <laughs> right, because she's been the one person who's been aware, mm -hmm. like, this whole time. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. Could be, or could be a red herring messing with us. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, because she was she she played yeah, Andy right here on Facebook Live. Agnes totally killed that dog. <laughs> yeah, that that stands to reason. It, it totally would make sense that oh, he ate some of my leaves mm -hmm. before I snapped its neck. Right. Yeah. No. She could be another magic user trying to manipulate Wanda into doing stuff, but. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. I don't know if she was pretending to be in the thrall around around Vision because Vision gave her the whammy to gave her the the, the small wonder tap of the <laughs> tap of the head to to, to unwhammy her. Right. I don't know though. It's kind of like there, there's so many. Yeah. There, there's so many mysteries. There's so there's so much unknown. Yeah. I mean, there, there's. We, we, we can speculate a lot, but I, I, until we get the actual answers, I, I'm still, conf I am confounded and confused, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, uh, but in a good way. Uh, like I am, I am intrigued. This is, I, I feel like there's, there's a generation of, of young people who have no idea. This is how television used to be. <laughs> You'd have to wait a week, because I, I, I see that complaint all the time on, 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 on comment boards where it's like, why don't they just release them all? Just, well, why can't I just binge them? Like, not the, the point. It's supposed to drive you crazy. <laughs> oh, heaven forbid they end this in a cliffhanger. God, I remember as a kid, who shot Mr. Burns? They left you hanging for a whole summer. <laughs> they, I think they even made it like a contest or something. I forgot, like at 7-Eleven or something. Like, you could guess who shot Mr. Burns and nobody was going to guess Maggie. Because <laughs> it was Maggie that shot his ass. <laughs> Oh, the baby did it. All right, no consequences. <laughs> yeah, it's a. I I don't know how a kid. Yeah, the I don't, don't want to say kids. It's a, definitely a young generation that's gotten accustomed to the Netflix model of drop everything at once. It's like oh, so good. That's why I, I I'm glad that Amazon's been doing this and now Disney's been doing this. And you know what? I mean, hell. I, I, I'm kind of confident that they're going to leave us <laughs> in, in a spoiler to, to make everyone oh, tantalized for, uh, for, sure. for Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of sure. Madness yeah. if, if it's still slated to come out <laughs> this November. So is oh, Andy uh, on, on Facebook Live asks, is Tom Hound lying about to uh, Tobin Warren and Andrew being in Spider-Man 3? At this point, I think, uh, who, who did I make that joke with? Uh, I was joking with someone about that. Or like 
Tom Holland has spoiled so much already in the past, I think they don't tell him anything on purpose now. <laughs> because he has either accidentally, because uh, he's accidentally spoiled so many things in the past. He's like, oh no, was I supposed to, was I supposed to say, oh, I wasn't supposed to say anything, oh no. So, uh, <laughs> I don't know. He, he, yeah, Ryan's not going to hear him, but I don't trust that kid. He, he, he cannot be trusted in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> He's an eager young British boy. He he doesn't know. He doesn't know any better. He's a silly young man. <laughs> I don't know what's uh, what Spider-Man three. Who who knows what's gonna what's going on with that? Because <laughs> because that that was a big speculation. Oh, you know, these next couple movies are all multiverse. Yeah, yeah. He, he's playing Nathan Drake in the in the in the Uncharted movies. Uh, yeah, there's just there's so much. There's still like I, I like I said there, I have a lot more questions. Like, what happened to Darcy? Is Darcy gonna be, you know, well, actually, at this point in the series, she's gonna freaking pop into the. Uh, she's gonna pop into the WandaVision show right around the time when she was probably a teenager. So if, if next week's episode is uh, what the two thousands, so maybe Modern Family. <laughs> Because mm-hmm. that's a that's what one of the, the the interstitials looked like. It looked like it was Modern Family. I don't know if that shows more twenty tens or or two thousands. Darcy better be working the diner inside the X. <laughs> that would be funny. Because two broke girls, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're, 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 yeah. Willem Dafoe has been spotted on the set of Spider Man Three. You know, it, it's funny. I, I basically just ignore all Spider-Man three news. I'm just waiting for it to come out. <laughs> it's like I don't know what to believe or not to believe anymore. Who knows what's happening with Spider-Man three? Only, uh, only Sony and freaking Kevin Feige and whoever else. That uh, they they do have enough villains. To, uh, Ryan's not gonna on Facebook Live. They have enough villains to do a mixed universe Sinister Six, and then Black Widow has to come out in some. Yeah, because Black. <sighs> Right, because I mean, last year we were supposed to get Black Widow, and I forget what was the other because there was supposed to be two movies last year, mm-hmm. Black Widow and then something else. My memory fails me. I, I forget if Doctor Strange was supposed to come out. Well, last year I think it was slated for this year the whole time. I think there should or, or or if Black Widow was the only Marvel movie coming out last year before the pandemic, freaking wiped everything out. I can't remember if there was supposed to be a, a second Marvel movie. Oh, right. Thank you, Andy. It was supposed to be The Eternals. That's right. Uh, Kumail Nanjiani all buffed out. <laughs> and Angelina Jolie, I believe. Isn't that? Yeah, Eternals was supposed to come out. That's what we got pushed back. So I think they're still on track in regards to One Division and Doctor Strange Part 2. But now they got, there's a backlog of Marvel movies now. Uh, I, I'm really surprised that they haven't done the Disney Plus pay 30 bucks thing with Black Widow. They're, they're doing that with another movie, though, the Raya and the Last Dragon. They're, they're doing that same thing they did with Mulan, where if you want to see it now, or if you live in a country or a state where there's no movie theaters, California, <laughs> you have to give Disney Plus 20 or 30 bucks to, to watch Raya and the Last Dragon if you want to see uh, Kelly Marie Tran and Aquafina. 
Yeah, so, you know, Andy thinks WandaVision being the first project in Phase 4 is pretty smart. Uh, it it, it kind of worked out. I think it, originally it was supposed to be... Uh, <laughs> I keep wanting to say Cap and Winter Soldier. Falcon and Winter Soldier. That's going to hit us at the end of next month. We're, we're going to have a, a brief respite between WandaVision and then all of a sudden, boom, we're going to... The, the, we got the trailer the last weekend for... Falcon and Winter Soldier. I, I'm, I'm pretty. That's gonna be more traditional. It'll be more traditional for the people who just want action and in, in their Marvel. <laughs> I just want. I just want to see people punching people. I don't like this whole mystery box, puzzle box nonsense. I want my Marvel movies to be funny dialogue and punches in the face. <laughs> so that that that'll appease people for eight or nine episodes, and then we'll see where we are from there. Yeah, yeah, try wrestling. Yeah, try WWE if you if you just want the same thing over and over every week ad nauseum. <laughs> so that was one. So to, to go to the other side of the the, the comic book aisle. So yeah, the, I I saw the trailer for the trailer because <laughs> it was on Friday. They're like tomorrow or Sunday, Zack Snyder's Justice League. Oh, so yeah, but the as uh, one of the Facebook bookers I mean the, the, the project that's going to save HBO Max <laughs> this is where uh, I, like yeah yeah fuck Joss Whedon though yeah exactly <laughs> apparently DC knows how to identify bad people and hire them um, so the Zack Snyder Justice League is we, we got the trailer for the trailer and then the trailer came out I watched said trailer, and like anything that Zack Snyder does, it was uh, devoid of color. And apparently, the Joker, as Ryan just noted right here, what happened to the Joker's tattoos? Uh, maybe they were uh, those, 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 you know, temporary tattoos like the kids put on. <laughs> four, yeah, four, the, the four-hour movie. Yeah, because it was supposed to come out in those four episodes. But I'm sure that the cult of Snyder was like, no, it needs to be one movie. And it's like, I will, we must listen to the will of my people. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I think if the, if the Joker's tats were temporary tattoos and not permanent, that would be, that'd be funny. That, that, that would be very appropriate for a good Joker. <laughs> uh, Andy, you speculate it's an alternate Earth Joker. I, it's all in, in, in Batman's Nightmare, with a K. Uh, it's funny. I, I I was I was gonna check HBO Max to see if they had the the mishmash Joss Whedon slash Zack Snyder Justice League. I wanted to watch that to to give my brain a refresh and to ruin my palate of like what what like because I I've only seen that movie the one when the one time in the theater where we jokingly like well guess I gotta got we gotta go watch this for the podcast but it, it, it just really it, 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 it as a comic book fan I'm very sad because as a child the Justice League has always been one of my favorite cartoon or well, one of my favorite comic books I shouldn't say and then later on obviously the the Cartoon Network cartoons were amazing but. When I was a kid, I, I, I loved Justice League. Like, even the cartoons when I was a kid, those freaking superpowers cartoon. I grew up, hey, they have a whole team with Superman and Batman and Wonder Woman. This is awesome. 
what could possibly go wrong? <laughs> and, and in the late 90s, in the early 90s, there was a funny Justice League. And then later on, there was a, the, the serious Justice League with, with Grant Morrison in, in like 1987, where the, the book was awesome and was, was one of the number one books in the wild. Like, oh, cool. Justice League books are finally good. And DC kind of milked that cow like crazy you know, from the comic book side. And then we got this Justice League movie where I'm like, oh, uh, I, I, I hate to disappoint, you know, 20-something-year-olds where I'm like, oh, dude, there's going to be a Justice League movie, but it's not going to be great. <laughs> it's like, what do you mean it's not going to be great? How can they screw this up? Well, you know that movie Dawn of the Dead? I'm like, yeah, that movie was kind of fun. Yeah, it's because James Gunn wrote it. <laughs> Zack Snyder directed it. <laughs> oh, man. It's just, yeah, that, that Justice League movie. I'm like, oh, sorry, Past Ray. This Justice League movie is not going to be great. You're going to watch it, but it's going to be a thing. And that you, and then it was a thing. They kind of, like, ignored everything that happened in Wonder Woman's movie and made her seem a little different. The Flash was kind of whatever that Ezra Miller Flash is or was. An uh, angry Batman. And then, yeah. You have uh, bringing back Superman from the dead after killing him. <laughs> and, and, then, and then you had the, the only cool guy was Aquaman, where he was kind of different from the Aquaman we got in, the, in that separate Aquaman movie. <laughs> I, I, I think that, that that's the, the, the... I guess that's one of the big telling differences between the way Marvel structures their stuff and the way DC structures their stuff. Like, in a, I, I don't want to sound biased here, but Marvel seems to have uniformity... <laughs> There's a uniformity of how the characters relatively behave from movie to movie. But you, you get that same Captain America in all those movies. <laughs> you get the same jerky Tony Stark. You get the same, quick, well, progressively slowly becoming funnier Thor. <laughs> Where he was just kind of sort of funny in the beginning, and now he's just a barrel of jokes. <laughs> You can see the evolution of progression of characters where it's like, oh, they're going to behave in one way in this movie and completely be different over here. And, yeah, Andy again with another great comment. DC needed to copy Marvel formula, beating them to the office. Box office was not the way. Yeah, that they, they put the cart before the horse, you know, where, where Marvel built each of the characters and then did the group movie. Uh, DC was like, we'll just go back. Let's just make the group movie, introduce them all, and then we'll worry about giving them their own movies later. Oops. But yeah, just I was epically disappointed. I, 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 I guess I, I didn't. I mean, I didn't enjoy just the movie. I watched it for what it was, and I'm like, okay, this was a thing that happened, and I haven't rewatched it. I, like, I think that's when I like. I'm not going to buy these DC movies anymore. I, I think I, I think I bought Batman v Superman like on a Black Friday after it had come out, but I, I didn't buy Justice League on Black Friday the, the following year. I was like, nah, I'm a, I'm a pass on that one. But I, I do need to rewatch that. That way, when I for for the sake of the podcast, I'm gonna have to sit in twenty minutes, thirty minutes at a time, watch this Zack Snyder nonsense just so I can sit here and take a crap on it when I finish it. <laughs> See, see, Ryan, you make a very good point. Right? The DC started the superhero flick with Keaton's Batman. Yeah, when 
that when they do a self-contained movie, there's nothing wrong with those. Um, well, until they get unwieldy. I mean, like the the '89 Batman, great example. Uh, Richard Donner Superman, '77 or '79. That was really good. That was that was, that was fun. Uh, like the Chris Nolan Batman movies, really good. You know, that when when they when the creator just takes something and just does a thing, that's fine. Like, objectively speaking, the Joker was a film that told a story about a weird Joker. <laughs> I don't know if it was necessarily a good film, but it was a thing. I mean, I think he got Best Actor for that. But the Shazam was not torn down. Shazam was kind of fun. They kind of just threw away that weird formula. Yeah, see, I forget. See, I forgot. Shazam was actually pretty fun. I remember liking Shazam. Walking away, you know. But, but, uh, I, I like Zach Levi. <laughs> I've met him in real life. He's a genuinely nice person. <laughs> I was rooting for him. <laughs> he, he is a good dude. And he did a great job. And everything about that movie was actually really fun. That was a fun movie. Like, they... they for, for once, they, they, they remembered, oh yeah, this stuff's supposed to be fun and entertaining. Because Shazam and Aquaman was not bad. It was it was fun. Like, Aquaman was it was, it was an entertaining movie. It made a billion dollars. I mean, you, 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 when your Justice League movie doesn't make a billion dollars, but Aquaman does, yeah. Well... See, Ryan, you make a point. See, the, the actors are walking away from the franchise. The continuity is difficult. It's not hard to... Well, if the movies were good and fun, they probably wouldn't be walking away. If they were super-duper profitable, and DC could just back up a bing, bring truck, truck to them. Uh, Marvel didn't seem to have that problem. Given Iron Man a couple of points on the end, so he was calling in freaking $50 million every time he played Iron Man. It's just... I guess it's it's at the end of the day it's a it's a point of it's about the quality of the content. Affleck, I mean the the, the Batfleck. <laughs> yeah, it, you know, it, it was funny. I didn't mind him in uh, BBS in Batman vs Superman. I, I I didn't I didn't think he was horrible. I think the whole circumstances, the whole movie being weird, was awful. Like you had, I I, I honestly I think most of my problems with BBS center all around Jesse Eisenberg. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like Jesse Eisenberg. I don't like him. <laughs> he plays creepy weirdo Lex Luthor shoving a Jolly Rancher in the mouth of a senator. It's creepy. Let's see, I liked the warehouse scene in BBS. That was like as close as we're getting to real life uh, Batman Arkham Asylum, the video game. That, that's what that looked like. Baffley couldn't put down the bottle long enough for more of a Batman movie. Yeah, that's why we have freaking Twilight taking over. It's a... Uh, I don't know. War and Warner's is a mess right now. Honestly. Warner Brothers is... The... the, the it, 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 but... Sidebar. Warner Brothers is such a mess right now with, you know, merger upon merger upon merger. You know, right now AT&T controls... Warner Brothers from the last I checked. Uh, sidebar. Um, Warner Brothers is trying to sell 
all their video game divisions. They don't want to, uh, the, I guess AT&T doesn't want to be in the video game business, even though Warner's puts out a lot of video games. They put out all the Lego games. They put out the Mortal Kombat games. Uh, I'm sure there's some other stuff that I, I can't recall off the top of my head, but well, Warner Brothers puts out a lot of games. They're, they're, they're gaming side. <laughs> puts a lot of games. But AT&T is like, oh, we don't want to be involved in this anymore. Is there anyone who can sell this to somebody? <laughs> they just want to get rid of the video game division. See, that, that, I'm just, I tell you this story <laughs> because that's the kind of chaos that's going on over there in Warner Brothers being controlled by AT&T now with merger after merger. That, that's why like all these movies seem like it's just pure chaos. It's like, oh, let the director do whatever they want. We don't care. Or like, oh, we don't want that director to do it anymore. And then, or now AT&T's like, oh, we'll, we'll, we'll fund this weird Zack Snyder cut because apparently the internet wants it. It is just chaotic over there. I don't know who's going to buy. Let's see. They have to buy the video division, but then they're going to have to license all the characters. <laughs> I it's it just I am I'm always very concerned. And then I think AT and T wanted to get rid of the com AT and T wanted to get rid of DC Comics. <laughs> Look, this division just loses money. Can we just get rid of like there's people higher up who don't understand how copyrights work. Like, can't we just get rid of this comic book division? It just loses money every <laughs> every week. It's like, uh, we have to keep publishing those characters in order to retain the the copyrights on them. What? I don't understand this copyright thing you speak of. <laughs> These are the people who are in charge now. People who are just have wormed their way to the top without any intelligence or information. They're just like, how can we make more money? They're all a bunch of... Uh, Frito Pendejos from uh, Idiocracy. I like money. How do we get more money? That's 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 who the people in charge at AT and T. I like money. They're 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 jerking off and watching, uh, watching uh, uh the, the guy get kicked in the nuts. Ow my balls. That's right. They're just watching ow my balls. Like how can we turn this into money? <laughs> that 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 that's. That, that seems to be the case right now, up at, at top of AT&T. They just keep merge the companies. We got more money. If we merge, more money. Get, oh, I lose this money. Get rid of that. <laughs> I don't like that. Horrible. Horrible. So now Zack Snyder is going to get to put out his vision. His vision. Darkness everywhere. Death. Sadness. Bright colors don't exist in this world, which was perfect for 300. Is it? You go back and watch 300. Ah, you know that was cool, for what it was. Self-contained. <laughs> Ryan, I used to work for AT&T. They turn off the air at night. <laughs> uh, then yes, and then that that light. We live in a society. <laughs> I mean, uh, I'm sure I've seen the internet grab a hold of that line. Yeah, it's just. I don't know. I, I I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to watch it. I'll get as far as I can. I I I, I might gut it out, but if I'm gonna be critical about something, I need to watch it. <laughs> That's why we stopped talking about The Walking Dead because I was I'm not watching it anymore. I criticized what I watched, and then 
that was it. That was like episode three of the podcast <laughs> four years ago. It's like, why I quit that show? F that show. <laughs> but I, I, I will so, hate watch or suffer watch the Zack Snyder just as so I can get on here and bury it. <laughs> that way I can go detail by detail what I didn't like, or if there is something I like, who knows? I, I always feel that Wonder Woman is always the, 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 the MVP of anything she's in, so we'll see what happens if, if there were some objectionable things that were cut out of the original movie they're going to add into this Snyder cut. Ugh. It's just... The, 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 this whole Snyder cut thing is the epitome of letting the terrorists win. Like, you have been held hostage. We will not let you let you go free unless you give us the Snyder Cut. It's like, no, don't let the hostages win. No, no, you, keep, you, can't let the, you can't let the terrorists win. Be like Jack Bauer. You can't give in. If you give them an inch, they'll take a mile. See, now that the... I, I've seen that the Snyder Cut is coming out soon. Now they're like, oh. Did, did I have a favorite part of the Justice League? I think it was, uh, honestly, I, I did have parts that, like, uh, anytime Superman was, like, back in his regular suit and was flying around and smiling and being, like, Superman, <laughs> not moody, I hate people Superman from, uh, BVS or Man of Steel, but being, like, a bright, like, the, I guess that was the, 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 the I guess the, the positive, so to speak, of, Joss Whedon doing the the, the revamps on that Justice League movie. He, oh, Superman should be positive and hope and and like a, after that horrifying resurrection scene where he tried to kill the whole Justice League. That's a, that's a part I didn't like. <laughs> I mean, granted, they they, can't, they they did treat it like a Lazarus pit. They, they treat the whole thing like a Lazarus pit in, from the Batman mythos. Sort of like, oh, once you're resurrected, you have madness. <laughs> Like this wasn't this wasn't a Lazarus pit. It was whatever Kryptonian healing tubes. When 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 Superman was brought back to life after being killed by Doomsday in the comic books, he sat in a friggin' he sat in the Fortress of Solitude, contemplating, "What the fuck am I gonna do? I don't have my powers yet." <laughs> There's a bit of a, a nuance there, as opposed to going on a murderous rage, wanting to kill Batman, Wonder Woman. <laughs> For who knows what reason. Oh. The only way he could be stopped was the power of his loins by putting Lois in front of him. Like, oh, look, stop murdering people. Here's only love. <laughs> but later on, when, when, when Superman's is doing Superman things, that's where I'm like, oh, okay, this is cool. Um, I think oh, one other thing that during the Justice League movies, whenever there was a really deep cut comic book reference, like when a uh, uh, what was it? Uh, when they showed, during the nightmare and they showed the big Omega symbol and you see parademons. I remember looking over at Pete Molina going, oh, "Dark Side." <laughs> Maybe they were building to Dark Side, where apparently just in the Snyder cut they're just going to show Dark Dark Side is just going to be there. Uh, again, you know, no building, just like oh, <laughs> the stash, the bat stash, <laughs> the the Superman stash. That's right, the Superman mustache. The, the, super, the super awkward cell phone video at the beginning of Justice League with, where he looks weird because his CGI upper lip. 
because of the, the mustache he could not shave off because of uh, Mission Impossible, I think. <laughs> Paramount's like, you can't shave the mustache. Erase it digital. Oh, when they, they needed a reshoot, when they did the, 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 the set of reshoots for Justice League. You can't. <laughs> deep books look better for fuck's sake. <laughs> I know deep has been around for a while, and like that technology was already around at the same time as when they were making that first Justice League movie. Because that was within the last three, four years. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't know. This is. Yeah, I, I, I'm gonna. I'll, I'll rewatch the the Whedon Justice League, and then I'll watch the Sna Zack Snyder Justice League, and. Well, when all that goes down, and I'll come back here and tell you guys how much I hate life. <laughs> I'm so depressed from watching this. I've been turned into Werner Herzog. I cannot believe that this four-hour movie has made me into a cynical documentarian. That's gonna make a film of about about nerds and how they hate what they love, and they love to hate. Look at the nerd. He sits in front of his computer. He, he, he says he loves this content, but he, he, he hates everything it represents. <laughs> Who watches the Justice League men? <laughs> that, that'll be me in a few weeks. <laughs> or when, whenever that thing comes out on, on HBO Max. Uh, I'll, I'll cover Ty's eyes and watch it 20 minutes at a time. <laughs> Or, or better yet, I'll just watch it on my phone at work. <laughs> that's probably the that's probably the best way. I'm just gonna have to fire it up on my phone, plug in my headphones during my lunches over the course of like two weeks of lunches. So yeah, that was another. Order. Of course, I I had my minor issues with Watchmen. The Watchmen was perfectly fine because that that fit in his in his dark. His dark mythos. And I Watchmen. That was a perfectly good piece of content for the darkness of Zack Snyder. You you take Superman and make him depressing and not hopeful. That that I think that's 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 where Snyder lost me. Snyder lost me on Man of Steel. <laughs> it's like how can you take the most hopeful and like a bringer of joy, a bringer of peace, and turn him into like oh man. I don't like saving people. Oh man, I'm gonna have to break this guy's neck, and or and he's gonna kill all those people with the laser. Oh, I break his neck. Well, I'm just gonna snap his neck. <laughs> the, the the decisions being made throughout the whole movie. Just <laughs> good old freaking Jonathan Kent. Let me die, son. Don't show them your super speed. <laughs> Let me die. Yeah, but I think that that's that's right. I, I was totally okay with Zack Snyder with it, but Dawn of the Dead, three hundred, Watchmen. I was like, okay, cool. This guy has a has a pastiche. Yeah, Luke Skywalker in the Last uh, Last Jedi, No Hope. Yeah, I guess that 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 that, that that's a similar analog, but uh, I I think you can sort of justify Luke Skywalker's lack of hope and like he he, he fought in the sacrifice and everything just happened all over again. <laughs> There's a the first order came back and all his friends 
went to the went to the far corners of Earth, and he 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 ruined his 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 his, his nephew. I I I feel that's a little bit more justifiable than just from Front Street Superman just not being hope. Even though the S stands for hope, he says that in the movie, but you don't feel it. Give everything to Johnny Favs. That guy understands human emotion. That guy understands how how to. That guy, that guy can read a room. Zack Snyder doesn't read the room. He just wants to do whatever he wants to do. See, the cool thing is, both of their moms are named Martha. That's how they're gonna bond. <sighs> Lex Luthor's gonna be super creepy. He's not gonna be the smartest guy in the room. He's supposed to be the smartest guy in the room. But he's just gonna be super creepy. Why? Eh, that's what you do if you want to make you want people to not like someone. Just make them really creepy. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> Andy Godzilla is gonna tell Kong. Save Mothra. Why did you say that? Why did you say that? <laughs> I don't know. Like, if, if the Deathstroke movie has nothing to do with Zack Snyder, I guess there's hope. <laughs> as long as... Uh, the other... Um, the other uh, DC person that ruins things... Uh, I, I, God, why can't I remember his name? There's a writer who hates everything. David S. Goyer, that, that's another guy who, who, who's, who's a, a man filled to the brim with hate. He's a, he, he's a, a, a dude, like, simply because he was involved with Blade, now everyone just like, he's, he knows everything about combo movies, and then DC just let him do whatever he wants. He, he, he is like the puppeteer in the, in the background who, who likes to make things awful just for the sake of making them awful. I, I may or may not have a, a, a personal grudge against him, which if Pete Molini was here, he, he, he would out the fact that I, that I would have a personal grudge against uh, David S. Goyer because he hates my, one of my favorite comic book characters, the Martian Man. <laughs> What's the point of that guy? That guy's fucking pointless. I don't have Pete to rat me out, so I'll have to rat myself out. <laughs> We're like, yeah, I don't like that guy. <laughs> and he, he's also a person who just hates everything. He's just filled the brim with hate. And, 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 it, and it comes out in in the movies. That's why like he he was primarily responsible for Blade Trinity. I don't know how you feel about Blade. Trinity. I think it's I think it was a great audition for for Ryan Reynolds to be Deadpool. <laughs> and in an attempt to make a Mrs. A, why God why can't I remember her name? She's married to Justin Timberlake. Yeah, she. Jessica Biel, thank you. I was like, I was like, I'm like Jessica something. Jessica Biel, she they tried to make her an action star in that movie. And of course, Wesley Snipes was being incredibly difficult. From everything I've heard, I think, I think Patton Oswalt is like, said like how difficult Wesley Snipes was to be around during that third Blade movie. Yeah, that David S. Goyer, yeah, I think he was primarily responsible for for that third Blade Blade movie. Jessica Biel, thank you, James. Uh, wife already. Help me out with that one. Yeah, the, the first Blade movie was fine. <laughs> I, I I don't remember Blade 2, and, and I only remember all the terrible jokes of Blade 3. 
uh, freaking what's his face uh, Dracula saying motherfucker what a weird motherfucker <laughs> the same guy played freaking Link in freaking Prison Break and played freaking Heat Wave <laughs> in, a, in, the, in the Flash <laughs> so yeah I, I don't even remember Blade 2 I, I, I think I've seen it <laughs> honestly I I remember I didn't watch it in the movie challenge because I was like, I think I've seen parts of it. I just don't remember it. I know I didn't go. Did Wesley Snipes try to kill David Esquire? He might have. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. I think they were trying to like create like a, I don't know if he was trying to make a Night Stalkers movie. Guillermo del Toro. Oh, I forget. Because he directed the second one, right? Yeah, Guillermo del Toro directed the second one. I, I, just, I, just, I honestly just don't remember it. I don't remember anything. <laughs> All I know is like the vampires had to work with Blade and like, they were fighting something that was threatening the vampires, I think. All I know is Blade 2 came out around a time. <laughs> or like, I don't know if I... <laughs> That's right, freaking... What's his face? Uh, freaking... Ron Perlman. Donnie Yen was in it? Oh, now I really want to watch it. I like Donnie Yen. He's awesome. Donnie Yen makes everything better. He's so charismatic. He's so awesome. I like Donnie Yen. But all right, let's let, round things out. Since, since I, I kept invoking his name, freaking that, Joss Whedon, like, we, we had further confirmation, because we had further confirmation this past weekend that he's a horrible human being. We had a, uh, poor uh, Charisma Carpenter, yeah, she she came out and said, nope, he made my life a living hell. He made my life very difficult. And she, she, she's had to go through counseling. Uh, the, the way he, uh, he he basically fired her from, from, the, from the show for getting pregnant by killing her off and just making her just, like, doubt herself. It's just, oof. Uh, I know, I, we all want more Firefly Ryan, but the, apparently this guy is super-duper problematic. I think that the horrifying thing I saw was like a, a Michelle Trachtenberg. I guess she she was just a teenager back then. She was not allowed to be alone in a room with him. There was a rule. It's like we can't leave her alone with Joss because Joss. Like I guess they did it once, and it was like no, we can never do that again. Like that that was the, that was the key phrasing. We can never leave her alone in a room with Joss again. I was like again what I'm like. What happened the first time? What did he say to her? But apparently, this guy is just like all kinds of trouble. A lot of the the Buffy and Angel co-stars have have been coming out in support of uh, all the females that apparently he has verbally or mentally abused. That's like, and and that's a uh, that's something that bugs me because uh, I know um. One of my super duper SJW buddies, he he's been going on about how like this isn't cancel culture; it's a it's accountability culture. It's like you can't separate the the art from the auteur. Or like I know I, I have that ongoing I, I have that ongoing struggle with Kanye West. It's like I I love those first four albums, but he's become a complete crazy person. Am I endorsing the crazy person by still going back and enjoying? You know, late registration and college dropout. Uh, it it it's a uh, same thing. Can I go back and, and enjoy watching Buffy and Angel? I, I haven't done it in a very long time. 
I have all the DVDs. I bought those DVDs back when DVDs were expensive. <laughs> those, those box sets uh, were, were, were expensive back in the day. And I, I really enjoyed Buffy and I really enjoyed Angel. And, and that's the... Uh, yeah, see, I, I literally wrote off Kanye when he became a Kardashian. That's where I was like, oh no. <laughs> I can't listen to his music anymore. Everything after... Watch the... I was like... Like, after Watch the Throne, I'm like, oh, well, I guess I'm done with Kanye's music. <laughs> He's a Kardashian now. He can't possibly make good music. Although my, my good buddy uh, Rick Mears will constantly tell me, no, he still makes good music. It's like, oh, no, I can't. I, I just, philosophically, I cannot. Especially all the dumb shit he did the, the last couple of years. I'm like, oof, sorry, buddy. But it's like, yeah, yeah, can you separate what they created it's like, it's funny, like, the, the first Avenger mo Avengers movie, it, it already had, even before any of this stuff, was already suffering from, like, the, the separation from then to now. It's like, nine years is a long time ago, and Marvel movies, like, after the, Rus the Russo brothers ruined a lot of, like, I've said this before on the show, the Russo brothers have ruined a lot of old Marvel movies, because they showed, oh, these movies could be way better. <laughs> 2012 Avengers was amazing. And then I think I had rewatched it a year or two ago. I'm like, oof, this. Why isn't this as good as I remember it? I don't have those awesome people. Well, I, I went to go see this movie five times in the theater. It felt so good back then. Why is it when I, when I fire it up now? I'm like, why does this feel so cheesy? Why does this feel like overly dramatic? <laughs> yeah, yeah, everything after Civil War has just been like, oh. It, 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 it's like it made you realize, oh, this is a good movie. It's not just a good super movie. It's a good movie. Period. It's like Civil War ruined the original Avengers for me. <laughs> so it's just uh, now with, yeah everything, all these people because Joss Whedon had already been outed as a bad person a couple years ago, but now that we're getting more direct confirmation from people who directly all it sucks like it was like Joss Whedon's ex-wife outed him but then people like chalked it up like oh she's just uh, she, she has an axe to grind with him it's like oh so she has a she has, she, she has a problem like she, she has a personal problem with him like they, they can't a lot of people are trying to like justify him because they don't want to stop watching all the stuff that he made <laughs> they, they still I, I, I love Firefly and Buffy more than then I, I want to hate him, but then now it's like, especially now like a lot of the, the stars of the show. Yeah, Winter Soldier is freaking Winter Soldier, Chef's Kiss. That's that was an amazing espionage movie. Again, that was also the Russos. Like the Russos, Winter Soldier, Civil War, Infinity War, Endgame. The guys who brought you several episodes of Arrested Development are really good at making movies. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Kramer and Seinfeld. Yeah, Kramer, yeah. I mean, although Kramer is a piece of shit in the TV show, so finding out that it's not too far off in the real life, you know, maybe it was a little less acting and more, uh... <laughs> not so much acting, but just being themselves. <laughs> maybe it's different in that respect, because in, the, in, in, that, in that show, any time I've ever watched... I haven't watched a lot of Seinfeld, but anytime I do watch Seinfeld... Uh, Community was also the Russos. That's right. I, I forget. I always I always remember Arrested Development, but I always forget Community that they were 
they were they were really amazing, doing amazing work there. But yeah, R.I.P. Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and Angel, and Dollhouse, and Firefly, and whatever else. I mean, uh, I really liked those shows back in the day. But eh, I, I, I get what well, one of my friends said. Like, if a guy really goes out of his way to tell you he's a feminist, that means he's probably not. <laughs> if he has to like step over himself, like, oh, I really support strong women. So he can knock him down. <laughs> that that that's just uh, it's 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 unfortunate and disappointing because he he was always one of those nerds that everyone was a sp the guy had his own con uh, I don't know if the the, the Whedon <laughs> see it's funny we only uh, me and Pete only found out about the the, the Whedon con there was a a Whedon convention like he I don't think he ever showed up but. There was a Whedon con because it, it was always happening at the same time as when we were doing the East LA Cape. <laughs> it was usually we we'd always end up booking at the same weekend as them, and then they they would frequently reach out to Pete and like stop booking at the same time as us. We have to do our Joss Whedon convention. <laughs> I wonder how many of those people are looking in the mirror this uh, this past weekend and going, "Oof, what have we done? We have glorified this monster." Or, conversely, how many of these people are like, how dare they strike down our savior? <laughs> our, 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 our idol. <laughs> they just don't understand him. He's complicated. Yeah, that, that, that's something else I saw this morning where I, one, of the, one of the actors from Buffy, naturally one of the, the male actors, uh, uh, Nicholas Brendan, played Xander. He was just like, well, I, I never experienced that stuff. I, I, I support the females, but I, I guess it maybe it was different for me because... Uh, uh, we, we knew he was kind of not good, but you kind of took the not good with the good. <laughs> but he always treated me well. I'm like, yeah, because he wasn't trying to undermine you or bang you or do something terrible with you. <laughs> you had a penis. <laughs> he had no vested interest in making you miserable. <laughs> it, it, it was just like... It, it, it was very odd odd comments where like it's like I support them but like I, I never saw it just because you didn't see it and someone else says it happened doesn't mean it didn't happen tree falls in the woods it fell just because you didn't hear it doesn't mean it didn't fall it, it was just uh, I remember that, that kind of like I kind of bugged me I was like like read the room bro support your fellow castmates David Boreanis was like oh he supported Chris McCarthy. He worked with her on Buffy and worked with her extensively on Angel. He supported her. Buffy came out, supported the victim. She's like, uh, you know, I, I always will identify with Buffy the Vampire Slayer, but I don't want anything to do with Joss Whedon. <laughs> the other people, the other cast members were strongly supporting Charisma Carpenter. And yeah, I guess I, I have some friends who are, I guess they, they're direct friends with uh, Amber Benson. And I guess I, I guess they heard by hanging out with her all the terrible things about Joss Whedon, especially the way Joss Whedon had her killed. He just had her shot in the head just randomly. It's like oh, they back to it like it was really weird. Yeah, Whedon recently left his future projects or got some future projects canceled by HBO Max. Yeah, that, that that'll happen. It, it, it's, it's not cancellation; it's consequences. If you if you're a piece of crap. Bad things are going to happen when, when when the bad things about you come out. It's not a cancellation. It's oh, <laughs> it's time to deal with the consequences of being a bad person. Here they are. 
sometimes it takes a lot longer for it to happen to famous people, but it happens. Some people get to dodge them all together. Others have to suffer. And then people will cry about, oh, why does my famous person that I love so much have to suffer? I'm like, they did a bad thing. And guess what? <laughs> How could I have forgotten? Oh, I, 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 I don't know. Yeah, Gina Crano. Thanks for coming. <laughs> yeah, you compare the plight of Republicans to the plight of Jewish people dying, you're going to lose your job. Goodbye. Good night. Out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she deserved to get fired. <laughs> they... Yeah, she she compared... Uh, well, Ryan, I don't know. Again, the, the comments are usually 30 seconds behind what I'm saying. But yeah, she compared the plight of be, being a Republican now was like being a Jew in Nazi Germany. You were persecuted. That's what she said. That's where Disney was like, all right, we let the anti-mass stuff go. Oh, no, Pedro Pascal did not post this. He did not compare... Um, uh, conservative suffering to Jewish suffering. He compared com he compared conservatives to Nazis. <laughs> Very different. There is a nuance. Because <laughs> a lot of these conservatives espouse a lot of this Nazi-esque stuff. Where she was saying, oh, we're suffering just as much as Jews suffered back then. I'm like, I, I, I don't see people rounding up conservatives and putting them in gas chambers and killing them. I think that's the nuance, which is why she was summarily fired immediately. <laughs> Where, like, all these right-wing people are trying to, like, do a false, false equivalence with Pedro Pascal. Like, he posted something about comparing you know, conservatives to Nazis. and like, nuance. Context. There's a context. We would say, like, we go out and punch a Nazi. Yes, we want to go punch the Nazis. You don't say, we're being killed like the Jews. That That's that's nuance. That's why Gina Carano is unemployed. That's why uh, uh, like I've seen all the all the gifts where it's like, oh, Gina Carano, <laughs> she, 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 she went, uh, she's going back to her home planet, Alderaan. There is no Alderaan. Exactly. <laughs> Cara Dune died in her X-Wing. <laughs> she was flying the X-Wing and got shot down. Don't know what happened. That's another some of their cartoon today where it was like they showed a, a grief car guy. Hey, uh, Mando, maybe we should go get Kara. Oh, Kara, she died. <laughs> Miserably. It was horrible. <laughs> she died. With great suffering. She's gone. <laughs> I, I keep seeing that the, the uh, the, there's a, a strong contingent of the internet they want uh, Disney to hire uh, Lucy Lawless to replace her <laughs> just like slide her on in it, it's not beyond Disney I mean, they, they've done it before they've replaced people <laughs> they can recast people we're looking at you Terrence Howard <laughs> hey man I want a raise I want more money than you guys have can we get Don Cheeto on the phone They're going to bring in Lucy Loss and, uh, and WWE fans. They want uh, Sonya Deville. Uh, <laughs> they want Sonya Deville to replace her. 
it's like just find a, a tough brunette. Find find the first tough brunette you see. That's our new Cara Dune. <laughs> we'll just act like nothing happened. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think Cara Dune. She was probably supposed to get that Rangers of the New Republic show. Guess not. She's she's gonna uh, she's she's she she doubled down on her conservatism. She's she's teaming up with Ben Shapiro on some movie project. Good luck. Go 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 go. Yes, you'll be able to go find her on YouTube. She got her got herself kicked out. It's good. She got away with like, Disney. Let go a couple other things. They, they, and then they told her, hey. Relax on this whole social media thing. That she had been warned. That that's the that's the other funny thing about this. Like she had been warned. Like Disney's like, we like you. You're you're good as Cara Dune. Please stop posting things. I'm sure there's like publicists who were trying to massage this away. Yeah, Ben Shapiro's gonna like fund a movie for her. Yeah, exactly. She she's turning right into the conservative skid. She's turning the wheel towards towards the skid. Going right into it. I'm sure some publicist, maybe even a publicist I knew from when I worked at Disney, was probably telling her, "Stop posting things. Stop posting anti-vax things. Stop posting anti-mask. Stop posting support for the assault on the Capitol." <laughs> yeah, right. The studios need to put no social media in their actors' contracts. I, or uh, social media that's controlled by a publicist, apparently. <laughs> The, 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 there's always a price to fame. I, I forgot. I was listening to a podcast the other day, where they're they're talking about that. I was like, oh yeah, the the, the the price of your fame is your privacy. Like you, you you can't say or do things that normal people can do. It's like this is you're being paid all this money because now your whole job is to be a public figure. <laughs> her, her movie's gonna be like a, yeah her yeah that, whatever movie she does with Ben Shapiro is gonna be a Kirk uh, like a left behind. It'll be in, in that ilk of crazy famous person small financed and bought by every MAGA hat wearer. Yeah, it's like the, the price of fame is like guess what? Your opinions can get you fired. Especially if your opinions are shitty. If, you, if your opinions oppress people or, or punch down on, on people then that that's a, a one way to get to to un unemployment, <laughs> and a lot of people just don't oh, freedom of speech, freedom of speech, and it just that that's my one of the tr one of the triggers, one of my pet peeves, is the the fundamental misunderstanding of freedom of speech. Like the the freedom of speech protects you from the government, yeah, just like. For eight years, all those people who were burning Obama in effigy or saying terrible things about Obama for eight years, they were theoretically a protected. <laughs> they, they, they could say negative things about the president and not be arrested. They will not be put in jail. Just like the last four years, all of us spewing our hate towards uh, Donald Trump, we could not be arrested by his secret uh, militia police because that would have been a violation of our First Amendment. But it does not protect you from private enterprise. And there are certain other things that the First Amendment does not protect you from. Inciting violence. Uh, hate speech. 
or, or the one that was always used in every single poli-sci class. Yelling fire in a theater is not free speech. That is causing a danger or problems. It, it, you're not, there's, it's not a blanket cover, like, I can say whatever I want. No, there are consequences for your words. It's like, it, 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 the freedom of speech was created because, oh, the king didn't like it when people didn't talk, talk shit about him. It's like, oh, oh, I think the king's a shithead. <laughs> Off with their head. Yeah, the, the king would be like, fuck that guy. So the founding fathers were like, hey, we want people to be able to be free to, to express themselves and not have fear of the government coming to kill them. <laughs> yeah, and, and James nails it. <laughs> Insert analogy of retail employers not being able to cuss out a dumb customer. Yeah, if freedom of siege existed, people wouldn't shop at retail anymore. <laughs> Believe you me, me and Jai T. Polidor have countless stories of times where we wanted to and the few times we did cuss out customers. <laughs> Not in this era of smartphones. I'm glad I got all that out of my system before the smartphone existed. <laughs> I, would, I would have been all over the internet if smartphones had existed between 2003 and 2005. <laughs> Cursing out a lady who didn't understand that she bought a cell phone, not a game system. Engage. You bought a cell phone contract. You can't just return it. <laughs> you have a commitment to engage in singular. <laughs> Weird words that make no sense. <laughs> Man, Robert Downey Jr. Oof. I, I might have gotten a GoFundMe. <laughs> For all the times I... I, I for the time that, that Jai cussed out a racist guy. <laughs> Jai's best one is when the, when, when the guy walked in and asked Jai, is, is the N-word going to sell me something? <laughs> the fact that, that Jai relatively composed himself and did not fire off on that guy. I missed the whole thing. I, 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 was, I was at lunch when I walked back and I'm like, the guy said what to Jai? Yeah, it's alright, man. I can say it. You can call me. <laughs> like, I'm Asian, you can call me the C word. <laughs> There's a podcast I listen to called Dumb People Town, where they, they ask everybody, do you think the world is getting dumber, or is dumb just gotten louder, or has a bigger audience? And I can tell you from many years of retail, I'm sure... You, my friends here, my, my, my fellow retail compatriots like James or Andy, uh, can tell you that the world has always been dumb. Yeah, the, it's, <laughs> dumb has been out there. It, it, it just, dumb has Twitter now. <laughs> dumb has YouTube. Dumb has platforms to express itself. The, dumb has the internet now. We, have, we, have, we unfortunately have instant access to dumb at all times. The, the Florida man. <laughs> it, it's always been out there. That, that, that if, if I ever had the opportunity where the where the, the Sklar brothers were to ask me if I think the world is getting dumber or the, or dumb is louder, I would say no. Dumb is louder. Dumb has a platform that it didn't have before. Uh, dumb. The only time we'd ever really see dumb was when one of them was holding a camcorder and they'd send that tape into America's funniest home videos. That's that was the only platform for dumb back in the 80s or 90s. Now with technology, we, we are surrounded by dumb and it's, 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 being, encu it's being encouraged now. Gorilla Glue Girl. 
that's all I have to say. If you don't know what Gorilla Girl, Gorilla Glue Girl is, you know what? Don't Google it. It'll save you some brain cells. <laughs> but if you if you must, it, it's a ridiculous tale of a woman running out of hairspray and using Gorilla Glue on her hair. Yeah, dumb has been elevated. It's been extolled. Fake news. We thought we had the world's dumbest president back in George W. Bush. Guess what? It gets worse. <laughs> yeah, being being dumb is okay. It used to not be okay to be dumb. <laughs> yeah, the girls still blame Gorilla Glue. Yeah, but he didn't say not to use it on my hair. The, the, the butter in my fridge doesn't say use it on my hair, but you don't see me. Oh, oh, see, Damon comes in with a great comment. We can thank Jackass for dumb. Yeah, reality television has encouraged dumb. Another glue YouTuber came out today. It's like, dumb is louder. Dumb is everywhere. We are surrounded by dumb. I, I, I'd like to think that my friends here, you guys joining me, you guys are not dumb. Or at least you you don't exercise your your dumbness on a daily basis. Sometimes I can feel dumb, but I'm not stupid. <laughs> don't pour hot coffee on my crotch. It's, oh. <laughs> All this is ugh. Don't be dumb. My compatriots here. My my, my 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 friends my 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 viewers my compatriots here don't be dumb ah Jim Jim good old Jim Rome social media is a loaded gun be careful with it that, that, that's true Damon Lamb uh, Damon Lamb here says people like to watch dumb videos because it makes them feel superior I mean that 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 is kind of true. At least I'm not that stupid. That's right there. Damon says it right here. At least I'm not that stupid. How many people feel great after seeing Gorilla Glue Girl? I'm, I'm sure. Wow, we have gone very long today. I need to wrap this sucker up. I, once I get rolling, uh, my yap doesn't stop. Thank you so much for joining. Thank you all for, for commenting today. Daniel Wong, Warren Lung, Ryan Tanaka, Damon Lamb. Saw James Jayon earlier. Well, let me make sure I give everybody credit. I feel like there was someone else early on as well. Andy Vasquez, yes, make sure I give you credit too. Thank you all for commenting today. And, and helping, it, 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 it's because you guys participate. We can, we, we can talk more. Instead of me just sitting there going, uh... Engage the conversation. <laughs> Thank you, thank you so much. Oh, right here. James J. right here. I think that's why conspiracy theories catch momentum. People who watch them are dumb and think they're getting one over on the masses. Yeah, that's... There's a guy in my old Destiny clique who, who he, he's that guy. He, he loves conspiracy theories. Well, what do you, oh, I think they're trying to put one over on us. I'm like, no! No! Make sure follow us on Instagram at DreGP Podcast. Follow me on Twitter at DreGP Podcast. If you're not one of the awesome people watching me right now on Facebook, if you're listening to this audio later, uh, find us on Facebook at DreGP Pod or at DreGP. 
at DreGB Podcast. Uh, make sure you find our show on YouTube. Uh, we're almost ca- I'm almost caught up updating all the recent. <laughs> how did Damon steal my top fan? <laughs> I don't. How did Damon steal your top fan? Status Ryan. <laughs> I have no control over that. Uh, I think the only control is that, like I, I can look at who the top fans are. <laughs> I, I I don't know. Speaking of dumb, you're gonna go blow on some NES games. <laughs> that, that was a great post, Daniel. I, I was happy to contribute my my uh, my two cents. I, I don't know. Ryan and Daniel, you guys are here like every week. How how are you guys not top fans? I I don't understand. I don't know, understand how the, the this Facebook algorithm algorithm works. Maybe it's just handing top fans off to new people. Like I don't get it. In my heart. Ryan and Daniel, you guys are always top fans, as far as I'm concerned. You get, you guys are top fans, <laughs> especially since both of you are our patrons. <laughs> if you want to join Daniel and Ryan on Patreon, Patreon.com, Dre's Geek Philosophy Podcast. If you want to help fund this thing, I, I, I think this month we might have our first giveaway. Ooh, yeah. Well, once we start the gaming videos going, uh, uh, well, I might be giving away, we'll be giving away a game, maybe this month, maybe, we'll see. Thank you for watching, thank you for listening, we will catch you guys next time. Might be a gaming video this week, hope against hope, but if I don't get one out, if my boss overwhelms me with work, then I'll see you guys back here next Monday, roughly 8.30pm Pacific Time. Thank you for watching. We'll see you next time.